Good morning, Oregon. It's Thursday, October 21st. This is Andrew Levine with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source Health Plans, for supporting the show. More than half of the people serving time in Oregon prisons for crimes they committed as juveniles will be eligible to seek parole or in some cases be released outright under a commutation plan being considered by Governor Kate Brown. About three-quarters of the estimated 250 prisoners who meet Brown's criteria were sentenced under Measure 11, the state's mandatory minimum sentencing law, which applies to the most serious crimes, including sexual abuse, rape, and murder. Brown's plan is the latest significant effort to re-examine criminal justice policy in Oregon. In recent years, the state has undertaken multiple major reforms, including rethinking how it prosecutes juveniles. The move will apply to some notorious young killers, further fanning the simmering philosophical debate about where victims and their families fit into the reform picture. It won't apply to Kip Kinkle, the Thurston High School shooter. The governor's criteria does not apply to people convicted of crimes as juveniles whose projected release dates are in 2050 or later, or those who were convicted as juveniles but are also serving time for offenses they committed as adults. About two dozen of the prisoners are serving life sentences. The list includes an estimated 78 people who are convicted of felonies as juveniles and have served at least 15 years of their sentences, and an estimated 214 people who are convicted of crimes as juveniles and have served half their sentences or will have served half their sentences by the end of next year. Combined, the two groups represent about 63% of all people in Department of Corrections custody who are serving time for crimes they committed as juveniles. It wasn't just Washington State University football coach Nick Rolovich. The state saw more than 1,800 workers be either fired, resign, or retire this week instead of follow that state's COVID-19 vaccine mandate. Washington State Patrol saw 5% of its already dwindling staff leave this week after 127 workers resigned rather than get vaccinated. 53 of those no longer employed by the agency were civil servants, and 74 were commissioned officers, including 67 troopers, six sergeants, and one captain. 14 of those troopers worked in southwestern Washington, patrolling Clark, Cowlitz, Lewis, Klickitat, and Skamania counties. State troopers may not be able to respond to some minor car crashes, and they may not be able to patrol lower traffic highways going forward. At least 32 people had already retired or resigned this year. State patrol has a vaccination rate of about 90%, but some 400 exemptions were also issued throughout the agency. Oregon granted religious exemptions from Governor Kate Brown's COVID-19 vaccine mandate to at least 11% of state executive branch workers. That's nearly double the rate for workers in Washington state. Oregon allowed individual agencies, rather than its centralized human resources department, to determine which employees had a, quote, sincerely held religious belief against vaccination necessary to qualify for an exemption. It's not clear what constitutes a sincerely held religious belief against vaccines. Catholic Church, for example, one of the largest religious bodies in the world, says the COVID vaccines are, quote, morally acceptable. Washington is still terminating many employees who successfully filed for those exemptions because agencies say they can't accommodate their requests. Those Washington workers essentially must be able to telework to keep their job. Oregon is making sure those workers who have exemptions can stay employed even if they interact with the public, saying they will find safety measures that work. Oregon's rate of religious exemptions for 
state agencies with more than 100 employees range from 19% at the Department of Corrections and 14% for Oregon State Police to 2% at the Higher Education Coordinating Commission and 0% at the Oregon Public Utility Commission. The University of Oregon's football program, already home to some of the most jaw-dropping facilities in the country, is getting another new building near Autzen Stadium. The school announced plans for a 170,000-square-foot indoor practice building. U of O said the facility would be usable for all athletes, but it sits right next to the other sparkling facilities near Autzen Stadium. The building, like virtually every sports facility in Eugene, is being paid for by private donors. The school did not disclose a cost estimate. The exterior shell will be made from Northwest Timber in the form of the Oregon O, with the center of the roof made of tinted polymer panels supported by a steel cable system, quote, which allows natural light to reach the field without glare while insulating against heat. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash podsupport.